How are you going? Hope you're having a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast from Body and Soul called Healthy-ish with me, Felicity Harley. Now, love and relationship coach Dr. Love joins me today via Zoom and we are talking about how to deepen your relationship, whatever stage it is at. She's got some great advice. And if you want more advice, make sure you tune in to Extra Healthy-ish, our big sister podcast, where she chats about the most common questions she gets asked. You know where to search for that one. Dr. Love, nice to, well, have you back on Health Issue. It has been a few years and I'm not sure why it took me so long to get you on, but thank you for being here. I'm here now. Thank you for having me. Now, I want to, uh, I suppose, quiz you about how to deepen your relationship. Now, this is obviously people who've been in a relationship for a, a while or, you know, I feel like when we think about this, we should start with ourselves and asking something about ourselves. What is that true? Am I on the right path here? Or can you give us some advice around this? Yeah, look, relationships in general, whether you've been with each other for a long time or whether you're starting out, it's really true what they say. You can't really love somebody else without really knowing who you are or even loving yourself. And I know it sounds cliche, you know, you've got to love yourself first, but it actually is true because when you don't have that, respect for self or that love for self you you struggle to find it in somebody else and you you struggle to accept and give it in a relationship so it's really the most important relationship we have first is with us and then that will reflect on how we navigate the world of relationships and how we start to appreciate things around us because if we can't appreciate what we bring to the table we're going to struggle to appreciate what someone else brings how can we get clearer about what we are currently bringing to the table? Because I think sometimes, you know, when you first begin a relationship, you have some sense of what you're bringing, but that can often, you know, life stresses get in the way and you're juggling or whatever it may be. What? How can we be clear on this, you know, right now? Yeah, look, if, if, depending on where you are in the relationship, in the, in the beginning, these relationships, you know, you've got a lot of chemistry you've got you know the excitement of something new so that sort of keeps us going and we always bring our best selves to the relationship initially it's later when we start to find our comfort zone that it's really important that we start we still continue to bring our best selves to the relationship and the way you do that is obviously through communication with your partner but the other way to do that is to not forget yourself in the relationship so you have to always remember that you're an individual in the relationship There's two people that have come together that makes a relationship work, but you're still yourself. And when you are getting caught up in the narrative of us and you're forgetting the me or the you, it can get a little bit messy and you start to forget what it is that you're bringing to the table. What part are you contributing to this relationship? So now we've got ourselves sort of, we can, you know, if we're working out, okay, what am I bringing right now? Give us some, you know, you mentioned communication is so important. How can we better communicate to better know our partners, to deepen that relationship, to learn? What sort of questions perhaps can we ask or what's your your advice here? Well, you've got questions. So there's a couple of communication things in a relationship. is communication with self, so your own internal narrative, what you speak to yourself about. How you speak about yourself to others is also very important. So that's going to be, um, you know, that communication is going to be important in the way that you interact in relationships. And then you've got, how do I speak to my partner? You know, what are those questions that you can ask that create intimate moments or connection? 
And the first thing about that is obviously creating safe space for you to be able to do that. You know, it's not something that you do on on the fly, you know, running out of the house, taking the kids to school. That's not a good time to start having those deepened conversations. You know, some of the questions you could ask your partner is, how how do I make you feel? How do you, you know, um, and don't and give them time to answer. You know, how do I make you feel? How how what makes you feel loved? What makes you feel happy? What do I am I doing that makes you feel appreciated? Like get some feedback from them without judgment. Letting them answer without judgment is going to be important. You know, asking things like, what's your favorite thing that we do together? You know, you might think you know that, but they might surprise you and go, you know, I love when we do X, Y, Z, and you went, oh, I didn't realise that was one of your, mm. your favourite things. And that can change, right, throughout um, our lives, what we absolutely. like to do. Yeah. And, you know, even as a mother, you know, sometimes even the way that we love becomes differently. Like as a partner, sometimes we need them to, you know, do a bit more acts of services for us to feel appreciated because they're contributing a little bit more. So some of those things change. So communicating, what is it that I can do to make your life easier? Is there something that we used to do that you wish that we did more of? Those questions are going to make a really big difference in your relationship because you're getting feedback that's going to impact and improve the relationship. Why do we fail? I mean, so many of us, we just, you know, life is busy. Let's not, let's not fool ourselves otherwise. How, why do we fail? So many of us have failed to have these kind of conversations in our relationship. You know, we just, often we don't have these conversations when we probably should be having it. And then we get to that point where it's like, wow, things are not going well here. Mm. Because they're not a priority. And I think because so many other things take precedence, right? The kids, work, income, other commitments, family, that we become complacent in our relationships and we just expect them to be there when it should be the other way around. And I often talk about a couple bubble. It's the couple that comes first before anyone outside of the bubble, right? So these are the conversations that need to be priority because you need to know what their favorite thing is. You need to know, know today, what can I do today to make your life a little bit easier to take some pressure off? You need to know that today. So then the rest of the stuff that they're dealing out, dealing with outside the couple bubble isn't, um, you know, so taxing on them, is, isn't, so, isn't creating so much pressure. Oh, I love the idea of a couple bubble. What a great little description that is. Yeah, I love it because it ends up being, um, you know, it's all about the couple there first. So it's, um, you know, your conversation first and all the other third parties, children, parents, um, you know, work, all of that is secondary to the relationship, even in parenting. And this is sort of where we get mixed up as parents. It's like, well, the kids come first. Well, the kids are um, one of our priorities, but the relationship comes first because if you've got the relationship right, the parenting becomes easier. Yeah, absolutely. But let's just hang on to that <laughs> couple bubble. What are some, just quickly, some other <laughs> habits to incorporate into our daily lives that can deepen our bond if we are racing out the door and not having not you know it's challenging finding that hour to have those more those deeper conversations what are some other little things we can do you know in our behavior it you know the things that we do the little habits we can do so you know making sure that each person's love language is replenished in some way it's really important to know how we give love but also receive love for both of us in a relationship so whether it's doing those small acts of services like doing the dishes and that is your partner's love language and they're noticing and that's, that's filling them up throughout the day. You know, if it's physical touch, it's a little, it's a hug or if it's words of affirmation, it's a cute message on a sticky note in their lunchbox. Whatever it is, it's a small way to show your partner that you love them without having the conversations. 
Yeah, great advice. Dr. Love, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, there you go. There's your challenge for next week. Create your own couple bubble. What a great concept. Actually, Dr. Love was fabulous. She was great. Let's get her back on. If you do want more from her, she's up on Extra Healthy-ish, answering your most common relationship questions. You can also jump onto bodyandsoul.com.au because she has been on there writing for us and I will leave links to some of her stories in the show notes. You can also join the conversation via Body and Soul on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. Thank you for tuning in and if you have a moment, we would love it if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until next time you listen, hopefully tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.